Welcome to Passports and Pizza, a podcast about everything by two carb-loving, carry-on-only gals. I'm Laura, a traveler and writer with an appetite for adventure. And I'm Sarah, an artist and food blogger who travels mainly for the food. Join us as we dive into anything and everything that's on our plate slash on our mind. Just mm, keeping mm, a little mm, fresh. Mm, mm. Keeping, yeah, I like your, I like that opening. Very, ener- very energetic. <laughs> I need your uh, energy to pull me through. It's, yeah, it's a school day, you know. Yeah, it's a school night. Yeah, we're at Lara's place. It's a Monday. Luke and Lara just made me a BLT on pumpernickel okay. rye. Sometimes Swirl. you gotta keep it classic. You yeah, know what I mean, <laughs> yeah, it had a very like a. Uh, Kind of like lunch vibes. Yeah. We had apples with peanut butter. I'm not, yeah, I'm not like a sandwich for dinner type of gal normally, but. Yeah. It was easy. Yeah. I mean, they're underrated. They are. Especially in good tomatoes. Mm-hmm. But. I love a good BLT. Yeah, me too. I do yeah. have an update on my teacher clothes situation. Okay. Um, so in a previous episode, I talked about how I feel like my wardrobe is like basically two identities. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like I realized that there are certain clothing items that could like cross over in my wardrobe. So I've just been really mindful of what those pieces are. And I started to use Pinterest again. Okay. And I haven't been on Pinterest in a hot minute. Pinterest is fun for fashion. Yeah, it is. It so is. it's maybe I just haven't been using it that much, but mm-hmm. I went on Pinterest and I was like, you know what? I just gotta see like what's out here. Like what can I make? And I just started to pin some stuff and I'm feeling a little bit more positive about it. Okay. I don't think I have like a solution per se, but I will say yeah. that Pinterest has been like my best friend because I've realized, okay, well I have the black pants and this shirt mm-hmm. I would wear like this, but I could also wear it, you know what I mean? Yeah. More professionally with this sweater or whatever it is. So. Right. I still don't have a perfect solution, but Yeah. You it's know it's one of those things I don't there's only so much you can do. Yeah. Yeah. First world problems. <laughs> you know. That's kind of how I am, though. I mean, my work wardrobe is not far from what I would want to wear anyway. Mm-hmm. But even still, it's like I have my work jeans. Right. And then I have going out jeans. Right. But then if I wear my work jeans to go out, then you wear maybe an ankle boot. Right. Or something. You style it different slightly shirt. different. Yeah. Yeah. You know, do the hair, wear some earrings, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I do have kids that tell me I have good style, which is nice for middle schoolers. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's just, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like it's my budget definitely is something that stops mm-hmm. me from really going into it. But um, on the lines of Pinterest, one thing that really helped me a while ago was this book called The Curated Closet. Mm, I've heard of it. It's pretty good. And I believe it's sold in most Barnes & Noble, but it's definitely on Amazon. We'll like link to it. Yeah. But it's really helpful because it sort of lets you really nail down your pieces that yeah. Our staples. Ooh. So I think the podcast by the book did an episode on that. They make you figure out your identity yep. with words and then cuz the one uh host on by the book her vibe was witchy and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it really helped her figure out what her style was and just go with it. Yeah. So yeah, it seems like it could be helpful for yes. something like that. Have you heard of the clothing company called Brass? Yeah. Because their stuff's a little pricey, but it's a kind of investment investment pieces. Yeah. And they have like dress pants and sweaters and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you say pont pant or ponty pant? I think ponte. Is that weird? Ponty? 
I ponte? think other people say ponte, but I've always read pont? it as a pont pant. But I'm probably the wrong. The French pronounce pont. <laughs> yeah. Because they take know. the E off? I don't know. Yeah, I'm probably wrong. It probably is ponte. If it's Italian, it's ponte. ponte. Yeah, but who knows? Mm, okay. Good question, We'll though. look that up for our ponte pant episode. <laughs> 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 Sounds like you're saying like party pant with a yeah. German accent. Ponty pond. <laughs> well, should we get into our salty sweets? Yes. Do you have yours? Yeah. Okay. I can go. Okay. So my sweet this week is that I've completed one week of the yeah. Kelsey Wells Power at Home workout program. How which do you feel? I feel good. So I had planned on doing this probably four to six weeks before I started. So I was waiting for the right moment and looking forward to it. And I was a little worried that I wouldn't like it. But I did the seven-day free trial, and now I'm going to keep going because I do really like it. Okay. So I wanted to do this because I wanted to get back into more kind of intense strength training. Mm -hmm. And the first workout I did... The, or, the yeah. first one I did was chest and triceps. And I can do regular push-ups. Like, if I had to just do push-ups cold and to exhaustion, I could probably do about 20 without stopping. Mm-hmm. By the end of that workout, I could barely do one on my knees. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so... I will say that's probably my weakest area, too, is chest. Yeah. And I have a stronger upper body than a lot of women, but even still, my shoulders are just not, Mm -hmm. you know, compared to other parts of my body, I really struggle with it. So, but that, it was great though, because I felt the way I used to feel when I would lift in high school. Right, that's sore. That's exactly what I want. Like, I I took a shower right afterwards, I could barely wash my hair. (laughs) So, you know, that was a familiar feeling. Yeah. Um, A a bittersweet feeling. You're like, yes, but no. (laughs) So you do three to four strength strength training sessions a week, but then you also throw in some cardio. So it still gives me a couple days where I can maybe do some YouTube dancing in the morning or on a weekend I can go for a run mm-hmm. or even just slip in like a tone it up hit workout or right. something. So it's kind of flexible for me in that way, but then I can still, I know I'm going to hit all the body parts go hard with it. Yeah. And it feels really good, which is exactly what I wanted. I wanted that feeling. Yeah. So yeah, I'm really excited to see how my body reacts to it. But it's interesting because I love Tone It Up because it's a video and you just put it on. You don't have to really think about anything. Mm -hmm. And I was worried that with this, it's like, oh, you have to like count reps and, you know, do these cycles and whatever. But the app is actually pretty nice where you kind of hit start, and if it's a workout where you're doing, say you're doing bicep curls for 40 seconds, a timer goes off after 40 seconds, and you're like, okay, done with that, and it tells you the next thing to do. So it is a little bit mindless, and, you know, so it's, you know, 5.45 in the morning, I'm in my living room with my AirPods on, just kind of rocking out to Ariana Grande, and it's kind of meditative in a different way that I'm enjoying. Yeah. So... That's good. Yeah, so I think... I'm going to see how it goes for the next, like, month, and then hopefully I'll get through the whole 12 weeks without getting tired of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the good thing is, like, it's 12 weeks. Like, you can do anything yeah. for 12 weeks, right? Yeah, exactly. Sure. Why not? So, yeah. So that was your sweet. Okay. Um, my sweet 
as you mentioned when you came into my lovely apartment, was mm-hmm. that there's new plants in here. I noticed. Yeah. I went to the bathroom. And there's yeah. a cute little one little succulent. on the sink and one on the by the window. Okay, so I will tell you the best form of self-care sometimes is just a deep clean. Oh, yeah. So on Sunday, mm-hmm. Luke and I spent maybe three, four hours. Now, it's doesn't look that different when you just look around, mm-hmm. but like a deep clean. And you got to do that sometimes. And it was necessary. Like yeah. I was dusting the baseboards of like, mm-hmm. the molding in our house. Once and you get like, going on those baseboards, <sighs> it's hard to stop. Yeah, it's kind of hypnotic and mm-hmm. very soothing. Yeah. So um, we, uh, we spent like all morning dusting and mopping with the bathroom floor and the bathroom mm-hmm. was like the big project for me. I was mm-hmm. like on my f- hands and knees grubbing the... Yeah. We live in a very old apartment that just... You know, it is what it is, but mm-hmm. it needed some help. And I don't think we've done it since we traveled. So it's been a minute. Yeah. Um. So after that, I was like feeling this clean vibe. And I was like, you know what? I'm not sitting still. I'm going out and I'm going to get some stuff. So I bought some plants, <laughs> little succulents, little uh, ivy in the kitchen. And uh, I'm going to make this apartment a little bit cozier because mm-hmm. it is sort of like nesting season. It's sort of, yeah. you know, fall. The, today's the first day of fall. It doesn't feel like it, mm-hmm. but it's coming. And yeah. I'm this episode's so ready. coming out a bit later. But yeah. Yeah. I am so ready for the hibernation mode. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to get ready. some plants. Yeah, she's ready. <laughs> um, I got plants and then I even got a new soap pump. And it I makes a that huge, too. it makes a huge difference. It's just nicer. It feels nicer. Those little things. Yeah. yeah they definitely. I even got another bin nice. to put in the bathroom. Little things that we've been needing that I've sort of been like, oh, mm-hmm. I'll do that later. I went out yeah. and I bought those things and it was really awesome. Mm-hmm. So sometimes organization and cleaning is the best form of self-care. Yeah. And when you're in that mode, you just got to ride it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's I, how I do it. I go through phases of that where I just start organizing mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it feels good. It does. It's really <laughs> satisfying. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so my salty, I've got a lighthearted one this week. I've Yeah, me too. Mine's okay. not bad. Um, so I was home alone again this weekend, which Robert keeps leaving me. Which Robert. <laughs> yeah, Robert keeps leaving me Rude. alone for the weekend. Which I used to hate, and now I kind of love it. I mean, I've talked about this. I yeah. love it. The best. I still don't like being alone at night. Yeah, that's weird. But I used to really hate it when he would leave for the weekend. But then I worked on kind of hyping myself up for the alone time, and now I'm fully there. So when oh, yeah. he leaves for the weekend, I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm cool. I'm there. So, but to get to my salty... Because I had the weekend to myself, I've watched all of Younger that is on Hulu. <laughs> she <laughs> finished it. I'm out of it. But um, apparently the newest season should be on Hulu in October. Oh, so, so you hopefully, don't have too long. I don't. No. So hopefully by the time this episode com- comes out, I will have caught up yeah. and it will be on there. And it's honestly for the best because I have a lot to do this week. And last week, every night that I would get a couple things done... And then it would be like 8 o'clock, and I'd think, I should really do this other thing, but I'm just going to watch two or three episodes of Younger <laughs> yeah. before bed. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm that. out of it, and I feel sad. Yeah. But it filled up my weekend well. So your salty is that Younger is on pause until yeah. October? Yeah. Okay. That's a lighthearted one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I've been having, well, Luke and I have both been having weird sleeping issues. Mm. It's nothing like... It's not chronic or anything, but sometimes, especially, you know how it is. If you're 
partner is not sleeping, mm-hmm. you're not sleeping. Right. Like, you can sort of sense their restlessness. Or if your dog's not sleeping. <sighs> I'm glad I don't have that problem. <laughs> um... But yeah, Luke's been having some weird sleeping stuff, so he's been trying to take some, he's been trying to take, uh, oh my gosh. Melanotin. M- melatonin. Melanotin. <laughs> melatonin. <laughs> so no. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> no, he has not been taking melanonin. Or, I don't know if that's right. Melanoma. Melanoma. <laughs> Whoops. Oh my God. Melatonin. He's been taking melatonin, which has been helping, I think, but he's been having weird sleeping issues, and then I've been having weird sleeping issues because he's having weird sleeping Mm -hmm. issues. So all we're doing is just tossing and turning for multiple nights, and it's really frustrating because when you really want to sleep, it's like, why is this so hard? I'm I'm tired all day, but I can't sleep right now? Like, what the heck's Mm. going on? You gotta get those cortisol levels in check. I know. Gotta get your adrenals flattened out. I know. Because he's definitely... He's definitely the one having the bigger sleeping issues. Mm-hmm. I was, and I was like, is it your mind? What's going on? Um, I think we both need new pillows to mm. sleep on. So we've both been complaining about neck issues. So, oh. yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but hmm. hopefully we'll get out of the weird phase. Does anyone have recommendations for me to how to convince your husband to get rid of a pillow that is <laughs> way past its prime? Um... <laughs> I don't. Okay. But maybe someone else If does. someone does, please. Or tell, if you have any recommendations for, like, sleeping mm-hmm. help. Um, or good pillows for nights. Yeah, a great pillow would be much, much, mm-hmm. much appreciated. That's important, though. Yeah. That's why we always travel with pillows. I mean, yeah. not on planes or anything, but road trips. If we're right. going to stay right. somewhere that's not a hotel. Right. We always bring our own pillow. I think... I think for a while our pillows worked, but I think they just sort of like lost their fluff. I don't know. We need to fix it. But (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So today's episode is all about Halloween. Mm. We're recording this early, but it's coming out on what, the day before Halloween? Yes. I I think, yeah. So when you listen to this, hopefully you're in the Halloween spirit. Yeah. So tonight we're going to channel that energy. And we're really focusing on Halloween experiences and also Halloween candy because, you know, (laughs) come on, you know us. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, did you have any Halloween rituals when you were growing up? Um, my family wasn't crazy about Halloween. You know, some families get really into it. Yeah. We were not that family. Yeah. But we went trick-or-treating and everything. And I was trying to think about this because you're like, if you're taking your kids trick-or-treating, then who is handing out the candy? I think the way it was with our family was that my grandparents would come over to see us in our costumes and stuff, but then they would hold down the fort at the house. Oh, that's nice. And hand out the candy to all the neighborhood kids while my parents took us around the block. That's really nice. So, I mean, they would have come over anyway. Right, but that's thoughtful. Yeah, so then they, and then they get to, you know... See all See the about, kids yeah. and stuff like that. So we did that. But what about you guys? So I feel like I grew up in a pretty idyllic place mm-hmm. for Halloween. I grew up in Pakistan. It's a small little borough, like, right outside of the Harrisburg City proper line. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a very walkable little town. But our house was on one of the biggest streets 
Mm. Paxhang Avenue, man. Oh. And um, so the city kids, Harrisburg city kids, would drive into Paxhang. Oh, you're one of those neighborhoods yeah. that people came to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Paxhang was also filled with young elementary kids because there was an elementary school. So a lot of young parents moved there. So anyway, it was a really idyllic place because they not only had like the trick-or-treat situation, but they also had a parade. So I feel like I don't think my parents and me are really Halloween people, Mm -hmm. but it was sort of thrust upon us by our location because (laughs) the Halloween parade was the, the event. Was, but that wasn't on trick-or-treat night, right? No. That would be, like, maybe... The Saturday before or something. Right. Like, yeah. s- maybe a week before or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then trick-or-treat was intense. Because yeah. our house... I wrote this down on our notes. We would get 180 kids Whoa. come to our house for trick-or-treat. So my parents... Whoa. My dad would stay behind, and he would pass out candy, and he would get the good stuff out first. Yeah. Reese's peanut butter cups, because, you know. (laughs) So he would pass that out, blah, blah, blah. And then after a while, okay, well, that rations out. Mm. Next is the little peanut butter cups, right? And then there would be times we would come back from trick-or-treating, because we were done. Uh Uh-huh. And there'd be a line outside of our door. Oh, my God. And it's not like my parents are giving away great candy. It's part of the lineup. Like, it's part of the schedule. And my parents, I don't even know what they budgeted to do trick-or-treating. Because, yeah. you know, like, get a bag or whatever. Right? Yeah. And then at the end, I remember my dad was giving out weird granola bars that we had. <laughs> pennies yes. and, like, stuff like that. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It wasn't we were super Halloween-y people. I don't think that's necessarily mm. the case. But yeah. growing up in Pakistan was wow. Halloween central. So well, we used to do the little Halloween candy bags. Ooh. And my mom would put in, like, three pieces of candy. Whoa. And then you staple it shut. She went in. pass them out. That's a lot of work. Because I used to help her do that. That's How many kids would come? Maybe 60. Oh. Well, yeah. that's still a lot of work, though. Yeah. You could just pass out 60 pieces of candy. Right. Yeah. I don't know why that became the thing, but... <laughs> I don't know. Okay, Peg. Maybe it was easier <laughs> than... Because, you know, if you have just a bowl of candy, there's a kid who just reaches oh, yeah. in and grabs a handful. And you're like, listen, buddy. Or the people who leave it on the stoop being like, take a piece. And yeah. there's always someone who just reaches their whole hand in there. <laughs> Why do people do that? Well, I guess if they're... I guess they're going out with their kids, right? Yeah. I, maybe. I never thought about it. Yeah. Whatever. We handed out candy at... At our neighborhood, in our house we live in now, me and Robert, two years ago, I think last year we couldn't do it for some reason, but it was our first time, and there are a ton of kids in our neighborhood, and we sat on our porch, and we live in a row home, so it's just porch, 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 oh, yeah. whatever, and I think I got two or three bags of candy, and we just threw it all in a bowl, and we kind of let kids take one or two, whatever, but there were so many kids that I was doing the math and f- seeing how many kids were coming, and I was afraid we were, our next group was going to be more kids than how much candy we had left. So as soon as we had candy, it was gone. We ran inside our house and turned off the light and shut the door because <laughs> yeah, we ran out of candy. And to. there were kids right behind that were going to show up on our porch, and we didn't have anything. Like, sorry. That's when you hand yeah. out pennies. <laughs> I know. So if we hand any out this year, then um, you I'm going to have to get way more bags of candy. Yeah, you're going to have to see. Yeah. How many kids you get. <laughs> City life is intense. Did you guys carve punk- 
Did you guys carve pumpkins? Uh, yeah, but not like every year. Yeah. Just sort of here and there. Yeah, we kind of did it too, but I never really liked doing it. It's too messy. Yeah, the like middle And then they get all um, moldy and and squirrels eat them. Yeah, that's the thing. We definitely had like kids who would smash pumpkins, take the pumpkins and then smash them at people's houses. That's rude. City life, man. It was intense. (laughs) It was intense. Yeah. All right. Halloween costumes. Do you have a standout costume? Yeah. So when I was in fifth grade, my friends and I all dressed up for the Wizard of Oz. Wow. Yeah. Commitment. Yeah. And so Ellen, our former guest, she was Dorothy because her family had a little Yorkie terrier. Nice. Named Raisin. And Raisin was our Toto. Right. So she was obviously Dorothy. And I think I was the Tin Man. And I remember getting boxes from, like, the grocery store or something and putting tinfoil all over it. I think I had a funnel wrapped right. in tinfoil on my head. It was not my best costume, but it was... It's a cute idea. Actually, it probably was my best costume because I didn't really get into it except yeah. for that year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my parents went hard for Halloween costumes because for a while we did the parade as a family. In the parade? Mm-hmm. Okay. So my mom, of course, being like a theater lady, would mm. would get the coolest costumes from the theater costuming yeah. section. Oh. So she would dress herself, and she would just sort of go back there and get an idea of, oh, we could do this. Mm-hmm. So she did have an inside perk, so yeah, that's that sneaky. was pretty cool. But <laughs> I remember the one thing that stands out is my mom and my dad dressed up as king and queen. Really great costumes from whatever theater. Mm-hmm. I don't even know who made it. And then I had, like, one of the rinky-dinkiest little princess costumes. Like, uh-huh. bright pink princess costumes. You know, like the yeah. stuff you buy at Halloween City or whatever. Right. It is. <laughs> yeah, Halloween City. And then my brother was a dragon. <laughs> and he was a baby little dragon. It was oh, really cute. I do love baby costumes. Oh, me too. Why is that Like, so bumblebees cute? and stuff. <laughs> it kills me every time. You're like, why is this so adorable? Yeah. And also, you just are jealous because they're always so fuzzy and comfy. Looking. I know they're like they're like onesies. Yes. Why aren't why adults? Can't we wear them? <laughs> Actually, Robert <laughs> and I kind of do. So we have our hot dog and yeah, we were just talking costumes. about this. Yeah. You and Robert have like your set Halloween costume, which I I really really like that. Yeah. I feel like I want to have that thing. It's just like this is just my Halloween costume. Yep, that's what we are. Hot dog and ketchup. I really need to do something like that. Like, a unitard. A zip-up. And then they they store nice and flat. You put them in a drawer or something. That's what I need. Yep. That's what I need. (laughs) Um, Okay. Was there a specific house that you always looked forward to? Yeah. So, there was this one house where the lady dressed up like a witch. I think she put, you know, cobwebs in the trees outside. And she served apple cider out of... A thing that looked wow. like a witch's cauldron. Yeah. And um, I don't think her candy was anything special. It was more about the ambiance. Yeah, she really committed. Yeah. And the house where it was, it was kind of in a dark corner of a cul-de-sac. Oh, she had the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. So she knew what she was doing. And then, of course, we had the one house on the block who gave out king-size candy bars. We all had that house. Right? Mine was the Holtzman's. <laughs> But they only gave them out to the kids that they liked. Oh, really? So my parents knew them. So when I would come up, they would be like, hold on a second. Oh, you got this special candy. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. 
We also had a house that was like a creepy house, and every, they would do something different every year. Oh. So I don't know what they did, but they obviously loved Halloween. Like they mm-hmm. were, they were playing the music outside, and they had the cobwebs everywhere, and like they always were out on two of them out on their porch. Mm-hmm. I remember one year, the first year I got the balls to actually go up to their porch. <laughs> yeah. They like it looked like there was no one there, mm-hmm. and then. I'll, you just see, like, the bin or whatever, and I remember that... Someone jumped someone out. Someone jumped out. I was so oh mad. God. I was like, I can't believe, and I felt like I was being really, really brave, but, you know. Yeah. We live and we learn. That's funny. Yeah. So, is Halloween different now that we're adults? Yeah, I kind of hate it. <laughs> I kind of do, too. I kind of hate Halloween. I know we're making a whole episode about this. Yeah. It's more about the well, nostalgia of And it. the candy. And the candy. Duh. <laughs> I like the idea of giving people candy and just being mm-hmm. like sweets and fun times. Like it's very, yeah. I don't know. It feels like very American to yeah. do that, right? <laughs> uh, I don't even know. Do they do trick or treat in other countries? I don't know. That's a good question. We'll research and we'll follow up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but an American tradition, like a childhood, like rite of passage. Yeah. But as an adult, in college, I kind of liked it because, you know, I love a theme. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also just we had the time figure out what we were doing for Halloween. I didn't. <laughs> well, we were theater kids, so we yeah. just again we went to the costume section, which was oh fun. yeah okay. Um, but as an adult, a working adult, I kind of hate it because I like partying together. I like yeah. hanging out. I just don't have a costume. I know, and like I'm a creative person, so I don't know why. Me too. The thought of figuring out a Halloween costume to me is just stressful. Well, it just seems like wasteful money spending to me. Yeah, and it's not a craft I feel like doing. No, I feel like if I had a really good idea for a costume, I'd probably commit to it. But I also just know I'm only gonna wear this one night. Yeah, and if you don't already have a Halloween party booked, right? Then you don't even know where you would wear it. Yeah. My friend Elise hosts hosts. <laughs> wow, we my didn't even drink hosts, this episode. Hosts, yeah, we're completely on water right now. Um, <laughs> my friend Elise hosts a Halloween party every year because her birthday's like the next day, so it's a oh, birth- okay. she calls it her birthween. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so she's been doing that since we graduated, and. We've had things sporadically on and off because our anniversary is around that same time. Mm-hmm. So we go sometimes, we don't, but we're, like, committing to going this year. Okay. Um, and I just have to figure it out, but it feels, like, really daunting. Yeah, so you don't know what you're But I don't want to spend as. too much money, but I also want to be fun. I know, and I always feel like such a I might party borrow pooper. your costume. Well, <laughs> it's available, <laughs> probably. There you go. Yeah, I don't know, and I feel bad. We have a couple friends who get really into it. Robert would definitely be more into it. But yeah, it just—I don't know. I There's something about I it. Uh, maybe because you and I both don't really like creepy, crawly sort of horrorish stuff either. Biters and mummies and like yeah. goblins and also most Halloween decorations I think are hideous. Oh, so I bad. Hate it. Yeah, everything Purple, orange and stuff, lime all green. The... Ugh. Yeah. But I do think that having kids would change my opinion of Halloween. Yeah. You know? I could see maybe getting into it with that. I mean, obviously, we talked about babies being adorable. Can you imagine just, like, choosing your kid's outfit being like, Yeah, that would be really fun. You're a shark. Like, I had way more fun looking for a costume for Gilmore when I was trying to find him a hamburger one. Exactly. And I did find him a hot dog one to match us. There you go. But he doesn't wear it very well. Well, what about, did you ever watch any scary movies? I'm not a 
big like horror movie type of person. Neither am I. I I've watched them. scary movies before, yeah. but they're just not my thing. Yeah. So, but you have friends though that are really into it because I do. Oh yeah. Like our friend Charlotte, she loves. Oh scary yeah, movies. Charlotte does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not any friends who are super into like horror. Not really. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one who's like super into it. Oh, but. Well, maybe next year. We'll I like have psychological a thrillers, but I That's don't. That's how I am too. I don't like creepy hauntings. I can barely handle the trailers for stuff like that. I know. <laughs> well, you know I'm afraid of clowns, and the Joker's coming out, so oh. it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. It'll like pop up on an ad mm-hmm. every single time yeah. I pull up a video, and I'm like, I can't stand this. <laughs> but can you? Because you probably hated all this stuff for it. Oh, I hated it. Yeah, but did you enjoy Kellyanne Conway as? Um, I, I can't. Wise I literally whatever. can't even watch videos that have a clown in it. Period. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm. Pre- it's pretty serious. Wow. Yeah, and our friend Kevin is really insensitive about it. Like <laughs> seriously, Kevin. He paints clowns all the time. He almost went to clown college, which terrifies me. Oh my gosh, this is a real phobia for you. It's a real thing. It's a real thing, and I, and I can tell you why. Why? So. <laughs> When I was little in elementary school, I used to get dropped off at the neighbor's house so my parents could go to work. They left for work early. So the neighbor and um, her daughter and I were in the same grade. Um, And she had a younger sister who was Will's age. So like five years younger, she was pretty young. Mm -hmm. Um, In the mornings, it was always like very still in their house. Where is this going? (laughs) It wasn't a weird house. They were super nice family. Okay. but early in the morning, like, no one had really woken up yet. The mom would be blow-drying her hair, and she'd be like, I'm up here, turn the TV on or whatever. But there was always, like, this quietness in the house. Okay. And I remember downstairs I was comfortable because that's where we played. But um, when, when I just remember going upstairs for, like, the first time and my friend being like, this is the bathroom. I don't know if you know we have an upstairs bathroom. Okay. Here's my parents' bedroom. Here's the office. Mm-hmm. Here's my sister's room. And she cracks open the door, and it's a clown-themed bedroom. And this, to me, <laughs> set me off. I was just like, this is so <laughs> Why did that up. creep you out so much? Clown wallpaper. I mean, wallpaper. it is creepy. It is creepy. Clown wallpaper. <laughs> clown light fixtures. That it. That is really creepy. Dark. Creepy. Also a weird new house. That is weird. And it's stuck with me ever since. Where is that sister now? I have no idea. (laughs) I'm worried about her. (laughs) (laughs) It's a really smart group of people, so I'm sure she's a doctor or something. But, like, that room creeped me out. That's... I can't even stand mimes. Yeah, mimes are weird. I mean, who chooses to be a clown? Mm. And if you are a clown, I am judging you. If you're listening (laughs) to this and you're a clown, (laughs) stop. Do you have any word phobias? Do you have any fears like that? Um, sort of, I, I know it doesn't make sense. I understand that it's a silly fear, but I still right. don't like clowns. My phobias are more like anxieties about things like blowing up or mm. my house catching on fire. So like real fears. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm definitely irrational about it. Do you have any like weird that just creeps me out? I don't ever want to watch that. We talk, I know you don't like jumpy movies, but... Yeah, I can't handle gory stuff. But that's mm-hmm. not a phobia like yours. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I know mine's weird, so... Yeah. I don't think I have anything that's a super triggering fear like that for me. It's really silly. I don't know why I have it, but... Hmm. Here we are. 
Wow. Well, that was a tangent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, how did we eat our Halloween candy? Now let's go to the candy section. Okay, candy, candy. time. Candy. Well, should I go grab the candy? Yeah, Sarah's right. going to... Yeah, go grab it. Yeah, I had to put my candy in the freezer because... I left it in my car all day when I was at work, and Love it was it. 84 degrees today. First day of fall, 84 degrees. Yeah. So. Oh, my gosh, you did get nerds. Yes. Yes. All right. Okay, so, all right, that's sitting there for wow. when we need it. What a spread. Okay, so I'll, I'll tell you what Sarah brought. Milky Ways, Snickers, Kit Kat, Nerds, Twix, and Take 5, but not just regular Take 5, Reese's, Reese's Take 5. five. Which we've already had and are really good. <laughs> okay. So were you like the kid who just scarf it all down? Did you have rules? Oh, I had rules. Okay. Oh, first, I had rules too. <laughs> first, oh, did you have the pumpkin? Of course. That you get all your candy Oh, in? yeah. Okay. Plastic. Yes. Plastic yep. pumpkin yep. basket thing. Yeah. Okay. So you get home, you dump it all out on the floor. Yep. And then you categorize it. Yep. You... <laughs> You see how many of each one you got? Yeah. So then... Well, I didn't do that. I would just be like, sugar, chocolate. Oh, I would put, like, all the Reese's together, all oh, the you Skittles, in. all the whatever. I needed to see how many of each thing I had. Uh-huh. And then I made a mental note. So then as I'm eating it, it's like you don't want to eat all of your Kit Kats right away because right. then you're all out of Kit Kats. Right. Or, you know, maybe I eat a chocolate thing and a chocolate thing, and then I eat one of my fruity things. And then back to a chocolate thing. Right. Or whatever. So, or if I knew I had a ton of something, I'd be like, I could eat two of those. <laughs> right. You know? So, These are going to last. <laughs> yeah. So I was very methodical about it and mathematical or whatever. But then also, because I was basically counting them, I'd come home one night after school or whatever, and I'd realize, oh, I look like, it looks like I have fewer Milky Ways than I did yesterday. Because guess what? My older brothers were always stealing my candy, which is so annoying Rude. because I clearly love candy more than either of them. And they had their own candy, but they still had to steal mine. Yeah, that's rude because they went trick-or-treating too. Yeah, it was probably mostly Jesse. so sorry, Colin, if I'm lumping you in with this, but Jesse, still. that's rude. Yeah, and every year Jesse would do it. Jesse, why? Because he's Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably like, well, she has more nerds than me, so. <laughs> but then also sometimes I think we would trade. Oh, yeah. There where, was definitely a trade situation. Yeah, like there were things that he loved. Like, oh, yeah. He was really into the Butterfingers, and I'm like, okay, well, if you give me this, I'll give you my Butterfingers. I, yeah, I know that game. We definitely traded. I think Will and I were pretty fair about our candy rationing, but my parents only let us have three pieces of candy after <laughs> Trick or Treat, which was always the worst, because oh you had to choose gosh. three. You're looking at this whole spread. Yeah. And you're like... Do I go with the Nerds or do I go with <laughs> the Mike and Ikes? Because that's bigger. Mm-hmm. I only get three. Right. So. So you said you would categorize it by like chocolate versus yeah, it would be free like or whatever. It would be like sour, like mm. gummy stuff, like yeah. sugary, sugary, and then chocolate. Yeah. Because that's, that's how my usually, brain works. So. Yeah. Because then it would be like, what am I feeling? Am I feeling more like sour or am I feeling more delicious? Right. <laughs> yeah. So that was my whole thing. And then every every day after that, we would have to dig into your little orange pumpkin. And then mm-hmm. it was, you get one after dinner. Oh. But Will and I would definitely be sneaking back there all the time. We had, a, <laughs> we had like, a pantry. Will and I would definitely, like, I caught Will back there many a time. What? 
I'm not doing anything. I'm glad my parents didn't ration us. Well, I think it was smart in the long run because I remember feeling excited to get it in my lunchbox if I packed it. Oh, yeah. But it definitely made me... I didn't, like, gorge Mm -hmm. sugar. I think that my parents didn't tell us a certain amount, but I think, you know, if they saw me just sitting there going to town, (laughs) they'd be like, okay, Sarah, (laughs) settle down. (laughs) You should stop. Yeah. We actually have a home video of Easter morning when I was probably only two or three years old, and we had just opened our Easter baskets before church or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, I was really young and quiet. Yeah. (laughs) And my older brothers are, you know, being total hams to the video camera and causing all kinds of, you know, ruckus and whatever. And I'm just quietly sitting off in the corner with my Easter basket. And then partway through the video, my mom looks over and goes, oh, my God, Sarah. And there are just candy wrappers all around me. I was just slowly, <laughs> one by one, eating those, like, York, pe- <laughs> York just peppermint patties. Down, just, just, you know, those little one-bite Snickers and stuff. I was she's just like, I don't one need after to be the, other. the center of attention. I am very happy right here. it was probably 6 in the morning. Dude, and kids I was are crazy. Two or three. Kids are crazy. <laughs> I am not a care in the world. I was just eating the it. The best day of your life is just eating those. Yeah. It's barely <laughs> sunrise. Like, yeah. And basically nothing has changed. I bought this candy on Friday, and that was kind of a mistake because all I weekend I was pretty just... pretty much all of them are open. All of them are open <laughs> except the nerds. I opened all of these oh to drive God. home from the grocery store, and I gave myself one of each of the chocolate things. Because hey. I, I drove home from the the grocery store near my office. So, so you're like, oh, I had like a 40 a minute snack. drive, you know, you <laughs> gotta snack. stay awake somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So we ranked our favorite Halloween candy. Yeah. I think we're pretty similar. Pretty similar. Yeah. Um, the one thing though, is that I said, okay, do, how do we want to do this? All right. You go first. My, okay. Three to one, top three to two to one. Right. Yes. Okay. A classic. Hershey milk chocolate bar. Okay. Very um, classic. Very classic. Goes with everything. Mm-hmm. Washes down easy. <laughs> yeah, it does. Two, I put, this is like a three-way tie. Mm-hmm. Reese's. Duh. Mm-hmm. And by the way, it's pronounced Reese's. Not Reese's. Not Reese's. Yeah, I don't say Reese's either. Yeah. We'll discuss later how I know that. Okay. Twix mm-hmm. and Milky Way. Yeah. All fantastic. All so good. Yes. I will say, though, that Twix was sort of special because, you know, like, Reese's and Milky Way, they're pretty common. Mm-hmm. Twix, though? Mm, perfect. <laughs> and then my number one is Nerds. But that's because I would never get Nerds except during Trick or Treat. Yeah. So. Me too. It was just that special time of the year. Right. So. Speaking of Nerds, let's eat some. Let's dig into some. Because we wanted to see how they hold up. I know. I haven't had these in a while. Well, these are the pink and purple ones. Yeah. So I'm going pink. Yeah. Because that's the best. It is the best. I agree. Seriously, strawberry. This says no artificial flavors. <laughs> Bull crap. Uh, we'll see. Who are we you will fooling? see. But yeah, I loved a nerd because it felt special. I mean, they look exactly the same. The thing I love about nerds is the texture, though. <laughs> a little ASMR. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the way you just pour them into your mouth from the box. Oh, yeah. Yep. Still holds up. <laughs> wow, there's so much sugar in that. Oh my god. Wow. This really is a blast with past. Mmm. You would dump that in your mouth. <laughs> Stop. Let me look at these nutrition facts. <laughs> 
It says total sugar is 11 grams. Includes 11 grams added sugars. <laughs> so 22? <laughs> so it's... No, it's just total 11, but they're all added sugars. Because, hmm. yeah, what else? How do you think they make these? I don't know. I wonder if Gourmet Makes would ever do an episode trying to Ooh. make these. She's done a lot. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Would not be surprised. Mm. So what were, what's your top three? Three to one. Okay, well, I didn't do this very well. I did number three, musket three musketeers. Oh, wait, no, sorry. That's just a three. <laughs> okay. I didn't really rank them three to one. Okay. <laughs> Could you try? The... <laughs> um, it really depends on my mood. So I'd probably say number three would be... Let's say Three Musketeers. Okay. Maybe number two, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. And number one, tie for Snickers and Milky Way. Ooh, love both. But then I had Nerds as my wild card and Skittles, because those are, like, my fruity ones. Right. But then I also put um, honorable mentions to Twix, Kit Kat, and Butterfinger. Dude. <laughs> yeah, those are all really good. I will yeah. say that, like, one of my favorite candy bars that are out now, we talked about this, mm -hmm. I love a Take 5. The Take 5 is that kind would of, like, be... all of the perfect elements of yes. the other things in one. Right. That would be my number one, but I feel yeah. like, couldn't really That's do that. That's my adult number one. Right. Because this wasn't around when we were kids. Right. So, there you go. Take 5 is a perfect candy bar. It truly is. Take 5, if, it, if no one knows what a Take 5 is, it's basically pretzels, um, caramel... Uh, what else? Peanuts. Peanuts. And chocolate. Chocolate. Delicious. But it's got that crunch to it and a little chewy. Yeah. And then it's salty sweet. It's truly the best candy bar. Yeah. And they have different, like, this is, has Reese's in it, but, like, the classic is just so good. Mm-hmm. They have different ones, too. You know, we grew up in Hershey, which you mentioned in our show notes, but we both grew up really close to Hershey. Yeah. So did that affect our view of candy? I don't know. Like, it's hard to say because that's all we know. Yeah. But, well, I had an aunt who worked at the Hershey company. Mm-hmm. And she would come home with test candies. Oh, yeah. Well, our friend Charlotte, who I mentioned earlier, her mom worked at Hershey. There you go. So, Char's house would always have these weird, the new, like, yeah. weird Hershey kisses or something. Yeah. They were yeah. really big about experimental Hershey Kisses. They were. That was, like, a thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a weird Jolly Rancher, but it's chewy. I remember, like, the chewy Jolly Rancher she had. Mm. All these weird fad sort of candies that they tried and, like, tested probably in our area. And then if they were a success, they'd mm -hmm. sell them. But if they flopped, they just sort of yeah. didn't carry on. Yeah, a lot of them flop. Yeah. But I will say Take 5 is probably... That's one of their biggest hits yeah. in the recent years. Yeah. Although, is this Hershey? Yeah. Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Good. right now we're eating Twix, which we looked up earlier, is a Mars candy bar. Mm-hmm. I could have sworn it was Hershey's, but it's not. Twix is such a perfect candy bar. You know, weirdly enough, a day or two ago, Twix was trending on Twitter because people were saying that it's crap. Get out of here. Who doesn't like a Twix bar? Do you know what's crap? Let's go through our least favorite ones. Okay. First of all, I have to ask, what's your view on candy corn? Garbage. <laughs> I hate it. Do you like it? 
No, I don't like it. I think it's, it's I chewable one. plastic. Yeah, it's not great. It's gross. I will say, if it's in front of me, it's like, if it's there, I'm going to have one. But the thing is, it's so sugary. Mm-hmm. I don't want any more. Mm-mm. It's not like a super appetizing, ooh, I want more sort of flavor. It is Mm-mm. not that good. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. It's like melted candle wax. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it tastes like. Well, some people love it. I don't know why. I don't get it. Mm-mm. I mean, I, I don't have a strong hatred for it like you do, or we have a yeah. couple of friends. Luke's friend Alex, like, hates it. Yeah. Strong aversion. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. I'm not different, indifferent to it, but yeah, I wouldn't say I'd actively ever buy candy corn. No. Ever. Unless I was using it to, like, It is cute as, like, a decoration. But <laughs> <laughs> I use it to um, make those uh, sacks for cornhole. Oh, nice, nice, <laughs> nice. You know, you probably, we should just try to make a candy corn candle. A candy corn hole. <laughs> <gasps> Good idea. <Yeah. laughs> well, I wrote down candy corn as my least favorite, along with Good and Plenty. Oh, yeah. That's like an old man candy. That is a grandma candy. Yeah. So is Werther's Caramels. Oh, like the chewy ones? Mm-hmm. No, the hard ones. Oh, the, the hard ones. Butterworths or yeah. something? No. That is a grandma that's thing. Pretty, that's pretty grandma. My grandma always had hard candy in her pockets. <sighs> Classic. <laughs> I know. Do you know what my grandparents had? They always had sugar-free Jolly Ranchers because oh. my grandfather was diabetic. My grandma had yeah. sugar-free candies. Oh, yeah. And like, it was not very good. Like, I think you're missing <laughs> the point, grandma. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Yeah. Um, I said my worst was goobers. Remind me what a goober is. It's like peanut. It's a, it's literally a peanut with chocolate covering. Oh. It's just sort of like bleh. Yeah, they're tasteless. Yeah, they're not good. How do you feel about Whoppers? I like a Whopper. Mm-hmm. I like the malt. I don't like malt, and I, I feel like when I bite into a Whopper, it makes my blood run cold. The texture Whoa. of it. That's intense. Yeah. What about, um, okay, I'm trying to think about other, like, kind of weird candies out there. Out of all the candy we've listed, the ones that are grossest to me is definitely good and plenty. I didn't even think about good and plenty. Yeah. That's not good. Mm-mm. What is that Frankly, flavor? It's licorice. Mm-hmm. No. No, not no. any candy. Not like that. Mm-mm. Also, they look like pills. Mm-hmm. That's not cool either. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Like, who goes to buy Halloween candy and says, you know what I'm going to buy for the kids around the block? Good and plenty. Your neighborhood grump, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> really? Because then they're like, I don't want more kids coming to my lawn. Mm-hmm. Did you ever eat Zots? Mm, I don't know. I feel like we only ever got them at the gas station. What do they look like? I think it was a hard candy, but once you got through to the middle, it had this goo in it that was super sour and almost like... No, I have no idea what that is. I just thought of another candy I really don't like. What? Those dots, the sugar dots. Oh, yeah, those are stupid. It's so nasty. Yeah, that's dumb. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we should pull up that list. Yeah, okay. So this is Thrillist's um, best Halloween candy ranked. Yeah, so this really upset me because... Yeah, what was their... I think they had... Scroll up to the top. Airheads. Wow, I didn't even think about Airheads. Ugh. Um, Sour Patch Kids. It? Wow, I love Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, Sour Patch Kids are... That's like, not way, 29. Yeah. Milky Way, they had as number 23. Right below milk duds oh come on that's wrong it says nobody ever requests a milky way are wrong. you kidding me i totally disagree 
Although I do agree with them. Caramello. Oh Caramellos are the I bomb. I love those. Oh my god. Yeah, those were what's up. Yeah. Also, those are fancy. Do you remember though. Gertrude Hawk chocolate? Yeah. It was like a mall mm-hmm. shop with chocolate and stuff. Mm-hmm. They used to have fundraisers at our high school where kids would sell chocolate bars for a dollar from Gertrude Hawk. Oh. And they had a caramel filled one. See, I used to buy caramellos from the candy thing at our school, mm. which I guess are caramellos. I don't think. Oh, Hershey thing? I don't think they're Hershey. Because they were in a box with other Hershey products. Maybe they are. I think they're Cadbury. Mmm. Wonder if Hershey like owns that or something. We'll follow up. But I used to buy those, and it was like four of those caramello things because mm-hmm. they were king size or whatever. And man, ooh, those are good. All right, let me see. Caramello. Um, who makes caramello? Hershey Company. There you go. Weird. Why are they not pushing that harder? It is sold under the brand Cadbury. Oh, so, so they do own it. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they have Milky Ways ranked way too low. Nerds, 21. Get out of here. Yeah. They have nerds above payday. Yeah. Paydays are terrible. No, thank you. Also, Haribo gummies. I never got Haribo gummies for Halloween candy. Did you? I don't think so. You must go bougie neighborhoods. Oh, wait. They had Twizzlers up here? Ugh. I hate Twizzlers. I will eat a Twizzler if it's there, but I will never (laughs) actively seek it out. No. Uh, Baby Roots? They're all right. Meh. Meh. Flavored Tootsie Rolls is number 13. That's mm. definitely Halloween candy. Those are the things that get left yeah. in the bottom of your pumpkin. They're definitely not 13, though. everything else. Yeah, no. those are like your leftovers. You yeah. like sort of... I have major beef with this list. Starburst. Now, I don't disagree with their top, like, five. Yeah, those are all good. Butterfingers, number five. Kit Kat... Well, I don't think Kit Kat's number four. I Kit totally Kat- disagree. I put Kit Kat pretty high. Uh, I disagree. <laughs> Kit Kat, number four. Snickers, number three. Twix, number two. So if anyone's mm-hmm. saying Twix is trash, uh, read yeah. this article. <laughs> and then what was number one? Reese's Peanut Reese's Butter Cups. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. That's pretty universal. Yeah. That's pretty well loved for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. I think overall the top couple ones I agree with, but the rest I do not agree mm-hmm. with the list. Yeah. So what's your favorite Halloween candy listeners? Let us know. We What's have a the lot worst? of candy to eat now. I are shouldn't there, have bought this much. Are there, like, candies local to your area that maybe we don't know about? We grew up yeah. around Hershey, so... That's what I... I'm wondering if Hershey is way more of a novelty to other people. I don't think so, because when we're abroad, one of the main things I say when we lived in mm-hmm. Lebanon, not in Lancaster, but mm-hmm. I say, well, we live in Lebanon, which is basically 10, 15 minutes from where Hershey's made. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I say, like, oh, like, Hershey chocolate? Mm-hmm. Then there's a connection. And that was all over the place. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's like everyone eats it, but we went to Hershey Park and stuff. And like Chocolate all of World. our friends worked at Chocolate Regularly. World. Regularly. Yeah. Yeah. Hershey Park. Friends worked at Hershey Park. Mm-hmm. You didn't work there, did you? Mm-mm. I didn't either. But I, no. all my friends worked there. Yeah. I had, a, I had a few that worked there. Yeah. But, yeah, I wonder if that's, like, tainted our view of what candy's actually out there. I know. Yeah, I want to know if other people eat candies that we don't even know about. Well, think about, like, Shake Shack. Like, that's only West Coast. Right. What's out there? What is out there? What I don't know. Eating? Road trip. <laughs> <laughs> Road trip. Yeah. Yeah, so let us know, guys. Yeah. What, what are we missing out on? This was fun to do. And also, teach us how to enjoy Halloween as adults. Yeah. <laughs> More than we do, anyway. Yeah. We, we don't, like, we don't fully hate it. I don't hate it. I just don't. 
We're just not into it. Yeah. So if you are, maybe you could tell us how to get into the spirit. I do love, um, what's the movie, the Disney Channel movie with the witches, Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, yeah. I love um, that movie. Something Potions. <laughs> <laughs> what is it called? Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Something potion. That is a good movie. Yeah. That is a classic. That is. That's like a 90s, 90s staple. Heck yeah. Love it. <laughs> All right. We have a voicemail from a lovely listener. Hi, guys. It's Graylin again. I called way back. Uh, when and I was gonna send Sarah a DM on Instagram, but I have since kind of left Instagram and was like, you know what? I'm just gonna call their podcast. Um, I have a podcast recommendation for you. You're probably already listening to it, Sarah, but if you're not, the American Girls podcast is by far the best new podcast I've found in a long time. Two women, I think they're 33, 32 years old, historians, PhD graduates, discussing in depth the American Girl book series, American Girls in general, and mainly 90s girl culture. It is a must-listen. So fabulous. Enjoying the show. Thanks, guys. I'll keep listening. Bye. Hey, Graylin. What's up, girl? Thanks for your second voicemail. Um, This is so funny because she's right. I have listened to this podcast. Of course you have. And I actually almost DM'd her on Instagram because I saw her posting about it to be like, hey, I've listened Mm -hmm. and it is really fun. But I found out about it through friend of the pod, Allie, who did Feast of St. Pizza with us. Hey, Allie, I know you're listening. Sup, Allie? <laughs> um, Congratulations. Yeah, she just got married. Yeah. Um, yeah, she had shared it, and I was like, oh my God, what is this? I have That's to a treat. Yeah. Yeah, so I've only listened to one episode because I actually didn't really read the books so much. I didn't either. I think the books yeah. were sort of, uh, I feel like when you got the doll, you got the mm-hmm. book. I don't yeah, know. I'm sure I had one. I had Molly. Did you I have one? I had Kit. Kit. Great Depression. <laughs> <laughs> and Molly's from the 1950s. Yeah. The main book I remember that I had was the um, Molly's cookbook. Mm. That's how I learned what a toad and hole was. Love a toad and hole. But you mean the egg and the bread, right? Duh. Okay, because yeah. apparently somewhere in England or something, a toad in the hole means something else. It has to do with like no, but there's sausage involved. (laughs) Oh, what? Yeah, interesting. Well, I've heard it called birdies in a nest. Yeah, same thing. So yeah, that was something that I had that cookbook for whatever reason. Well, interesting that you were to choose that and you end up being like into food. I know. Yeah, it was kind of weird. I I remember asking my mom if we could make something out of it, and we picked that. And I think it was because I thought the name was funny. I mean, I love a toad in a hole. It's the best. If anyone doesn't know, you have, like, a piece of bread that you cut a hole out of, and then you put that in a skillet, almost like a grilled cheese or something, but you crack an egg into the hole, right? and then it cooks a little, and then you flip it over. And it's really And then you also toast the hole that you cut out of the bread, and then you can, like, dip that into the egg. The best. A runny egg. Yeah. really good. Um, Yeah, I had Kit because she looked like my Grammy. (laughs) 
She like when you look at my baby picture of my Grammy and then Kit, they have the same haircut, mm-hmm. the same look. Um, I don't remember her book though. I don't yeah. know. I think I got Molly because she had glasses and I had glasses. Yeah. She was like a nerd like me. <laughs> <laughs> but then I think I was really jealous when Josefina came out because I thought she released, was so cool. And they then they did the whole new American Girl where you could make your own. Yeah. And that was, like, a different wave Mm -hmm. of American girl life. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But the podcast is cool, because these women are really smart, and they they really... I listened to one, and it was the first Felicity book, and they were just ripping this thing apart. (laughs) It was really funny. But, uh, yeah, I'm interested to listen to more, especially hearing how much Raylan is enjoying it, and to hear more about, like, 90s culture and stuff. Yeah, because they're only like two years older than me. Yeah, I'll so. definitely subscribe. It sounds. Thanks for the recommendation. Also, I think it just got shouted out somewhere huge. Like it got a, a big press moment recently. I mean, so, it's a super I mean, interesting cult. Like, yeah, topic. And there are quite a few episodes. So if you want something to binge, I'm yeah. into it. Yeah, I'm on to that '90s girl nostalgia. Yeah, I love it. It's my yeah. prime. But yeah, so. that that's a great recommendation. Yeah, thanks for calling in with that. That's awesome. Also, feel you on quitting Instagram. Like I've been there. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I've been pretty dead on Instagram lately. I've been trying to get back into it, but it's a struggle. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah. Recommendations? Yeah. Well, I actually also have a podcast to recommend. Okay. It is called The Cut on Tuesdays. So it's, the cut. Yeah, like the cut, the website. Yeah. Which is that part of? New York Magazine? I think it is. I think it is. Yeah. So, yeah, it's their podcast. I found it last week, and I listened to four or five episodes in one day. Um, They have a really good interview with Allison Roman, one of our favorite authors. Love. And then the episode that really got me was they interviewed Elizabeth Warren. Oh, nice. And it's actually Rebecca Traster interviewing her. Nice. And they're at her house, but it's more about how... Like, why she became a teacher, and then right. what she was like as a teacher, and they also talked to some of her former students. Oh, I'm interested in this. And it was just great. And and then also there's a great interview with Rebecca Traster, like one of the other hosts mm-hmm. interviewing her, kind of about her book that came out last year. That's about interesting. Women Would you say it's sort of similar vibe as The Daily? Like... No. Produced or? Well, production-wise, yeah. Probably. Yeah, it's definitely high-quality production. Um, But, yeah. and Oh, I also listened to a really interesting episode about anxiety. Hmm. So I was looking through it, and all of the titles were appealing to me. And then everyone I listened to, I really enjoyed. So I think for... If if you enjoy our podcast and podcasts we like, I think you would be into it. Cool. Yeah. That sounds good. What do you got? Um, mine is a Netflix recommendation. Okay. Have you watched Unbelievable yet? <gasps> no, but I want to. You'll really like it. It's intense, though. It's intense. It? The first episode specifically is intense. Mm-hmm. Um, it's based off of a real story. Yeah. And it is extremely, like, very nuanced acting. Mm-hmm. So I don't know who plays the main detective that sort of is the main female and it's two female detectives who lead this whole thing they make the yeah. connection this there's a serial rapist who's basically going between all these different 
precincts and because the precincts don't talk to each other, mm -hmm. this guy kind of knows the system. Um, it's an incredibly good, good series. It's only what, six episodes? I think there's eight episodes. Okay. Yeah. Are they like 50 minutes? Like yeah. Like an hour-ish? Yeah, like 50-ish minutes. Okay. Um, and we... We started to watch it separately, and then we were both, are you on episode four? <laughs> and then we just binged sort of the rest one night. Okay. Um, it was, I really, really enjoyed it. So if you like yeah. true crime, um, definitely recommend. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's one, I don't normally choose to watch things like that. I'm more into something like younger. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when I sit down to binge TV, I want something to kind of wash over me and make me feel good. Yeah. And I know this is going to make me angry. It was well, in a... In a way that will be good. But I will say, all things said and done, it does end, it does end very positively. It's okay. Like so a, it's, like, the end is yeah. fulfilling. And it's all about the victims and about mm -hmm. the fallout that comes from this experience, which I yeah. think is really important. Mm -hmm. um, and these two female detectives who just don't give up. They're right. just like, we're not, no, like, we're not doing this, so. Yeah, I, w I saw it was trending on Twitter when it came out, and I kind of watched the trailer, mm -hmm. and I saw someone... Or a review or something said it was kind of two things at once where it's a story about these victims and what happens to them, but it's also kind of this buddy cop, buddy mm -hmm. detective with two females mm -hmm. kind of just getting it done. Yeah, I, so. I really liked it. Um, yeah. Our friend Kelsey recommended it, and then I watched it, and I really, really enjoyed it. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Cool. cool. So, is it time to sign off? Yes, it so. is. Okay, All so right. thanks for joining. If you're loving the podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. Every review helps us with the annoying iTunes algorithm. <laughs> and it is so annoying. Hashtag beat the algorithm. <laughs> and please send us your questions or comments or podcast recommendations or favorite candy or what American Girl doll yeah. you love. Halloween <laughs> favorites. All that stuff. You can find us on Instagram at Passport Pizza Pod. You can email us at hello at passportsandpizza.com. And you can leave us a voicemail at 717-964-0215. Our show notes with all the links and details of products and shows and articles and so on, recommendations um, from this episode can be found at our website at www.passportsandpizza.com. And if you want to see what we're up to in our day-to-day -day life, give us a follow. Um, Sarah is at Sarah Corn underscore Cornelius underscore. That's Sarah without an H. <laughs> and I am Laura at Rome and Golightly. That's R-O-A-M and Golightly. Yeah. And thank you to Laura's brother, Will, for our theme music. And we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Bye. Yum. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. Halloween. Is that weird? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Woo!